What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! I love driving with Uber because I have access to 24-7 live support. As a female driver, I need to feel protected. Uber has my back for sure. Uber, earn like a boss. Sign up to earn today at uber.com slash boss. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Forever. Dog. All right, 2018. Man, 2018. Man, this year went quick. Did yeah. it? I don't know. It, it <laughs> didn't. Here, here's the thing. It didn't at all. No. Because <laughs> Black Panther came out this year, and that feels like so long it ago. It really does, yeah. But but always at the end of the year, I'm always like, whoa, it's the end of the year. Yeah. You know? Another year went by. Another man. year went by. Yeah. But honestly, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. one one more I'm excited for 2019, to, baby. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for 2020. <laughs> well, I get, yeah, I get that. I get that. But you know what? <laughs> I think 2019 is going to be a solid year for us. I think it's going to be like yeah, that's the true. year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For us, ready personally. For oh, yeah. Personally for us, I we got to do great. Yeah. I, hope, I hope. It's going to be a great I know. year. I think, yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be a great year. 2019 might be lit. Yeah, 2020 is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Also, 2020 scares me because, you know, the world is It's also crap. scary. It's like, it's like, I'm like anxiously, yeah, anyway. Because, yeah, the world, I don't know if but America's this, changed that much. I think this was a... I think this was a really good year for for movies. Oh, I, I think, think so, so too. I think we did. Get, I mean, Black Panther alone, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I saw more movies in the theater this year than I think I I ever have. This was also the year of movie pa- the like the rise and fall. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, you're right. In the same year. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like it exploded like at the end of 2017, but like 2018, everybody was like, "Yo, we all get this movie pass. We about to see all these movies," and we did. And movie pass went under. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Now we got AMC, which you know, honestly, I know I like a little bit better. I'm trying to figure it out. I I don't think I have a list. I think I have the one one step. Oh, yeah. well, well, that, you got, that's you got nothing. So that's nothing. That's just free reservations. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I get to Fandango. do that. I, no, do I mean, I guess that's cute. But we I get mean, to pick yeah, movies you get in advance. Get to IMAX. see IMAX. You get to do what? Yeah, yeah man, it's pretty good. I mean, Dolby honestly, 3D. Wait, what? All for the same price. I'm not even paying extra. Price? I'm not paying extra. Yeah. Wait, but same price. Oh, okay, I got to get that. Twenty dollars a month. Yeah, man. This is a this. This actually, is now a plug for. We're not, we're not sponsored by, but we should be. To be honest, we should legit be sponsored by AMC. Yeah, come uh, on, AMC. Real quick, what's up? Can we give some shout outs to some actors this year? We come on, brother. To. Who you want to give a yes, shout out to for? Who's okay. your first? Who's your first? I, I'm gonna be real with it. Who? Okay. Brian Tyree Henry is number Brian, one. Okay, number Brian, one. I, here's why. What's up? He just low key was in every good movie, <laughs> and and his arc on Atlanta this season was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He, cr- I mean, to be able to crush it in television and then crush it in several different movies, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and he did a play this year. He did a play. And did a play. And That's right. He did a play. One, at least one play. He did <laughs> right. a play. That's right. Which so is he wild. Did, he crushed in a Atlanta. A Broadway play. His episode Atlanta has made the list. Not his episode, but you know how they do like one person. Yeah. Not one person, but his particular episode has made one of the best episodes lists yeah. on many TV Wait, which one would you say it's was the one, his episode? The, the haircut one. The barbershop one. The barbershop. Okay, all right, yeah. A- episode is crazy. Yeah, yeah. That has made so many lists because of his performance solely in the woods. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. it was so tragic. And uh, he was in Spider Man, mm-hmm. uh, into the Spider Verse, which we already reviewed. He was yep. in Widows, which we already reviewed. Yeah, he's in this film, this film Bell Street. Yeah, which we reviewed today. He was in something today. else. He was in four. He movies. was in White Boy Rick, which White I Boy saw, Rick. which was a good movie. Rick. That people, I didn't see that. He was in, uh, and I didn't see this movie, but he was in Hotel Artemis this year too. Oh, oh wow! Was he? Wow! You know, good for him, man. Wow! Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, he appeared yeah. in an episode of Room 104 this year. He appeared like, in an yes. episode of BoJack Horseman. God dang. And of course, you know, Atlanta. This just means he was really busy last year. Is that what that means? He was yes. busy filming a lot <laughs> last yes. year. Is that what this but, is? But, that what is they, true. but what they said was literally after the first season of Atlanta, all four of them blew. And was it? Um, uh, Zazzy talks about it all the time about like how sometimes they deal with like, did we sell out? Did we not? Because they just. They all just started doing mad shit out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. Did and we like, sell out is a question. Which is interesting. I'm like, no, you just made no. it. No. You just yeah, made it. What? Does this sound like sellout movies? Absolutely White Boy Rick, Widows, if BL Street can talk, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? He did great. I, I think even if it was just, if it was like <laughs> Disney, 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 like if it was, you know what I mean? If all it was of any those, of those things, I would have been like, that's fine. None of those his movies I just read were, were bad movies. Right. Like His lineup was great. Like that's what you, to me, it's like if you're a TV actor, that's what you want to do. You want yeah. to get in like prestigious movies, not necessarily be the lead, but be good enough that when you show up on screen, people are like, "Damn, yeah, you're so good." Okay, that's uh, yours. Yeah, uh, I want to. I have a- others, but that's my first. Okay, I think I think my first is going to be to Amandala. Okay, okay, I'm, yeah, okay. because because Amandala to me, and I'm very upset. <laughs> Amandala did so good in the hate you give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what it is? I think the problem with the problem with her performance was is that she was so good that people don't think she was acting. I think people oh. assume, and I think that happens sometimes with black actors where people just assume, oh, this isn't you stepping outside of your boundaries because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you have to know their struggle. You got to do, like, this has to be, like, so close to who you are. Yeah. And I'm like, um, no, I, she's I mean, not. over, I think that film got overlooked by many people just as a whole. Uh, she was also in The Darkest Minds, which we didn't get a chance to review. It, oh. it, it, I watched it, it on it the plane. Bomb, but it but she was in it, and it was a, yeah. and it was a big budget movie. But the thing is, like, that movie was, it's so funny because I watched it on the plane and mm-hmm. it was a YA, like, lovey kind of movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, she was great. It, it's so shitty yeah. because, was like, she, she, she was good in it. Yeah. The problem was is that the script was trash. Right. And again, it sucks because, it, again, it it wasn't her. Like, it, the, thing is, the thing is, like, that movie wasn't really promoted. Right. right. You know, but she was good in it. And then she was also in a film called Where Hands Touch that came out this year. It's, huh. a, it's uh, some film about, um, the passage story of a biracial teen struggling for survival in Nazi Germany. So that obviously went under under the radar as well. But right. she was in three movies this year. Yeah. Which is very impressive for yeah. someone that young. And she's a she's an activist, you know what I'm saying? So to be a young black actress who talks about race and she came out um as queer recently. And I'm like, yo, God bless that girl. Like, yeah. the thing is, she's done everything that Hollywood tells you not to do, which is like speak out against issues that may not fit, you know, certain audience types. And like, she's yeah. like, fuck it. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. And she did it first. And I always say this, like, not to compete, but she was the first one, at least out of the young 
black girls to come out. She was like, nah, man, I'm down with this. Like, yeah. early. Writing articles and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Who you got, James? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is hard, right? Because, you know, naturally I want to go to, like, Keenan or Kale, right? Naturally, that's I what don't I want. I don't know why. Just I naturally, know. like, that's just what I want to well, say Keenan, first. Keenan, Keenan, <laughs> no, Keenan won his Emmy. No, Keenan won his first Emmy, though. That's right. Keenan won his first Emmy. His first Emmy was this year. His first Emmy was this year. I mean, that was way overdue. Yeah. yeah. His first way Emmy overdue. was this year. Um, you that's know, true. And he, and he just did the Grinch, Fit. you know, just did the Grinch movie. He was in the Grinch. Movie? He was in the Grinch movie. Okay. Was he the Grinch? Who was he? No, he no. wasn't. He wasn't no. the Grinch. He was. Brother he was. Cumberbatch he was his uh, jolly friend. Was he really? The yeah, dog? he was his I jolly see. friend. No, yeah. not the dog. Just like a dude. Just like a, just <laughs> the, the Grinch had a friend. <laughs> yeah, they, new character. They made him up. In the movie. <laughs> just a black dude. James. Uh, all right. All but right. Now, no, so I'm okay. trying to think of somebody somebody who would be different than these people that you guys have named because I, I, I love so many people. So these are people who came through my head, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. Any person you name that aren't the two people we did we'll be are going to be different. It's going to yeah, be we'll different. Be no, it will no, be great. No, no, no. Um, so I was thinking about Daniel Kaluuya, right? Like Daniel Kaluuya. I love him. He was, right? he was yeah, he was in, uh, in Black Panther. And he Widows. He was also in Widows. He was, he was in great Widows. in Widows. But I'm still holding on to Letitia Wright. Because okay. even though yeah. like she didn't have mm. like the year that these other artists had, mm-hmm. she was s- so good in Black Panther to me, yeah. and I just I want to see her in every possible thing that yeah. could ever be made. Like right. she definitely had, I think my just my favorite performance of the year. She was yeah. so likable and so fun and so like. You know, like that, like her character in that movie provided stakes that I think yeah. like weren't yeah. quite there for other people. So. Yeah, and also speaking of that, like I think we just got to give a shout out in general to everybody in Black Panther. <laughs> right. Yeah, because that movie, that movie had a lot of pressure, yo. Yeah, I mean, so much pressure. I remember when it first got announced on Twitter, on the hashtag Black Panther so lit. Years in it, like literally a year in advance, people are plotting how they're gonna walk in. Right, it made everyone kind of reconnect. To like their black heritage when people started dressing up, yeah, uh, and also it made so much money. It, like <laughs> right. literally outside of like those team up movies, it has made the most money out of a superhero from yeah. Period. Yeah, <laughs> and it did it showing like black. It opens with like two short playing in the background, like for real. Like that's some black ass shit in Oakland. You know what I mean? It opens with two short. Two short is Man. playing and it's in Oakland and it has and what you did was you subverted that culture where it's like yeah, Black Panther is the lead, but like everyone around him. Or black women, like every, like the black women around yeah. him, technically to me are stronger than he is in a sense. Like they keep him grounded, save his life at one point, yeah, yeah. and can fight theoretically better than him. I'm like, dog, you did it, you did it. It was a good year, yeah. I mean, then you got, I mean, and then you got Black Klansman that came out, and I remember we reviewed it, and I think we all kind of said like that might have been one of the best all around movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to see Spike finally get his credit, to see uh. Damn it. I always gonna call him Baby Denzel. <laughs> uh, John David Washington? Baby Denzel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you also, uh, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, of course. Right. Yeah. Because he was in Black Panther and, and Creed 2. Uh, Cynthia Irvio, yeah. who uh, was in Widows and also in the uh, Bad Times at uh, the Casino Royale. Oh, and, Casino Royale. And now or she's whatever. playing the woman we always wanted, wanted to see in a movie. Yeah. Harry I mean. Tub. Honestly, it's been such a. Gr- I think it's been such a great year. I think everybody, like, recognizes that. Like, yeah. if BL Street could talk, it would be singing <laughs> this year's praises. <sighs> yeah, that 
That's don't you think? I think that that's true. Don't I you think, think like, like, like this year is so great that if BL Street could talk? Yeah, yeah. Honest, like, could you imagine if, if BL Street could talk? If it could talk, it would be saying, you know, honestly, it'd be like 2018. <laughs> Yo, honestly, <laughs> why is I would say this. Why is this Why is its voice so? <laughs> but I will say this though, honestly, John. That was a great transition. Okay. <laughs> like, like honestly, think about it. We were in mid-conversation. Baby. That, that, <laughs> I tried to do what he does in his yeah, heart. No, it is, and that it was is a great tough. one. It is tough. That was a good one. I appreciate it. It makes me, it, it kind of makes me feel know, icky man. inside that it was good. Yeah, a lot of people recognize if BL Street could talk. Wow. All right. Now we did it three <laughs> times. Uh, Emma, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. My name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Gerard Milligan. And my name is James the Third. All right. Sadly well. appropriate for this. Uh, honestly, it, <laughs> somehow appropriate. Thank you. you guys the first time. <laughs> you guys have been on a roll today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good gosh. Uh, uh, before we get started, we do have a special guest yes, in the studio. Yes, we have a guest. Wait, I'm and a, here's the thing. I'm going to do the drums. Oh, you're going to do drums Uh-oh. so I can do it? Okay. I'm going to do the drums so you actually get something special. Okay? <laughs> okay, thank you. I don't you want gonna, you to. How are you going to change my <laughs> Let's be real. How are you going to change my right. right. have good drums? Okay, ready? All right, okay. Wait, honestly, <laughs> you honestly. You feel the pressure, right? I you did. Honestly, I was, all of a sudden I was like, wait, what if I did it like Gerard does it? All right, no, wait, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. All right, all right, ready? Okay, okay. Welcome, our guest, Rachel Edwards. Rachel works at MTV and Development and also is my girlfriend, guys. That's true. Oh, snap. We just lost a thousand listeners. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, come on back. It's fine. (laughs) Yo, if our listenership actually drops. Oh, Just about you like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you did. was like, man, fuck this I was shit. holding out. The <laughs> <laughs> only single one. Damn it. Um, I've been in no. shape for years for being the only single one. That's true. Well, you know, I'm happy Thank I can you. help out. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you for being you know here. Yeah. You know? Um, and we're doing a love movie. Mm-hmm. We are doing a, a love movie. Romance. A, love, <laughs> a love movie. This is a love feature. Oh, yeah. Uh, Black love. If BL Street could talk. <laughs> Directed by Barry Jenkins. Yes. Um, Starring the newly uh, Emmy no- Golden Globe nominated uh, Stephen James. He oh, got yes. nominated for his TV show. Oh, for the for TV, TV show, show Homecoming. Not for this, though. Not for this, for Homecoming. This movie didn't get nominated. Yeah, which apparently he's fantastic. In. Apparently, I haven't seen it. Apparently he's great. Yeah. This movie didn't yeah. get nominated, though, for nothing. It didn't get any nominations? Not, not even an ensemble? One? No way. Not a single one? Not even for SAG? I don't know. 
I mean, y'all can look it up, but I don't think so. No, brother. Um, and, and of course, up. stars Kiki Lane. First film ever. Her her debut film. Yeah. Uh, Seth and James, who uh, was also in the movie Selma. He was in the movie Race. Uh, and then, of course, Regina King. The yes. great. I mean, You're right. Regina fantastic. King got nominated for the Golden Globes. For Golden Globes. But, but not no, SAG. No one, yeah. They nominated those white women twice for SAG. <laughs> They did. Those oh, that's right. Just a bunch of white women twice. Yeah, twice. Emma Stone twice. Uh, right? Emma Stone. Uh, Emma Stone twice. Uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, yeah. Emily Blunt. Emily, Emily Blunt, Blunt twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> she another, already married. Yeah, there's three people. It was three white just women. Twi- just two twice. Is this, why? What the fuck is that Don't shit do, about? What, yeah. What? what the hell? What? That was purposeful. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, yo. It, it is something... It is something that's so tricky where I'm like, oh, I understand you don't want to have like an Oscar so white, like a Washington so white thing. So you will nominate the movies, but will not nominate the people in them. I'm saying that. I'm like, I'm saying. It's weird as hell. I'm saying Regina King pays her dues. It's Regina goddamn King. She pays her SAG dues. Tell me she ain't up to it. Mandela pays her SAG dues. They they up. Yo, time out, time out. These dudes is high. Wait, real quick though. What if they did it? Like actually, they're two they, years they behind. They, they were like they refused to pay SAG dues. No, That's why they get nominated. You can't work. No, you can't it's, it's work. That's if you don't said. pay your dues, you can't go on set. call and be like, "Oh, hold up, they they ain't come uh, through." Uh, real quick, let me just for the for the people who are listening for the first time, this is a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. If you couldn't tell, this bullshit already <laughs> by Dara's anger. Uh, I mean passion. Sorry. Yo, uh, <laughs> Emily Blunt got two. Now, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, I mean, but uh, yes, we are reviewing If Bale Street Could Talk. Uh, right, right now, it's currently sitting nice and pretty at 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's great. Uh, now, hold on. That is me, fabulous. It came out in limp. So we're reviewing it early. So it comes out wide release when you guys are hearing this. Uh, right, it hasn't yes. come out in wide release yet. So I don't think... Looking at the box office, there's really going to be any details. Yeah, so like, we are not going to say anything that it's done. It hasn't done anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm like it, it has come out, yes. but like the numbers are are. It's only four theaters. So okay, so it made two hundred ninety thousand dollars no in four theaters. <laughs> hey man, so we saw it in not, the sold out theater yesterday. So it's yeah, it was yeah. Sold out. I mean, it's a okay. Actually, you know, it, the average is fifty four thousand per theater. So you know, it's not that bad. Uh, it's only it's only it's only out like for literally four theaters in America. Uh, so this, let's, I'm let's looking talk, at these goddamn nominations. Hollywood to be fair, like Regina King got two oh. nominations for Golden Globe. That's I, true. That's you're what t- the naysayers but, are but gonna but say. You're t- fuck that. You're telling me I'm looking at the SAG nominations, yes. right? Mm-hmm. You're telling me that no woman of color, like I'm talking about, at least. And again, I understand we don't have a lot of options, mm-hmm. but it's so weird that they nominated Emily Blunt for supporting actress for. A quiet, quiet place, place. She which, is a, which is a which yeah, is first of all lead. she's the lead of she's the lead of that movie. She's the lead of a quiet place, inarguably. She's <laughs> like she, she is, is the lead, lead of a inarguably quiet place. the lead of that movie. Second of all, that movie's great. I love that movie, but what was she doing in that movie that was like we got to nominate? Right. She, wait, she had up, one scene. Wait, up, she had a couple up, scenes I love though. There's she a scene had in great the, scenes, but it was a horror film. There's a scene in that movie that is maybe the best scene in any movie. The 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 she's trying to get burnt. The tub the tub scene. I agree. That tub scene was a good scene. That scene is so. I love that scene so much. I talk about that scene scene. all day. Give her a nomination for that instead of Mary Poppins. 
She I ain't even seen Mary Poppins, and I know That's it Mary ain't Poppins. Julia Roberts. I mean, Julia Andrews, Mary Poppins. That's Mary Poppins. I mean, fucking Mary Poppins. It's Mary Poppins returns. None Where of the fuck us, she go? She back. We haven't. We haven't. None of us have seen Mary Poppins. Okay, John. It's weird to give her two nominations. It's one, weird. One for a horror film, and the other for a movie that's not out yet. <laughs> it's just very here. strange. It's just very, very yeah. strange. Um, I ain't playing these games with them. You telling me? And you telling me for? Uh, TV, TV. You couldn't give. She wasn't nominated for TV either, huh? No. Yeah, that's weird. Mm. Um, all right, so, so that is. But weird. let's talk about this movie. Okay, I'm a trash Enough SAG of this. awards. I do it, but I'm upset. We already did. We already did. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've done it by now. <laughs> I didn't burnt down <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, yeah, let's do Bell initial Street. initial thoughts. Bell Street. Oh, you yeah. gotta give a synopsis of like the movie, though. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. So yeah, it's, it's basically like a, it's a, uh, and I, I do want to know. I'm trying to figure out how the book um, told the story. Like, I don't know if it was because mm-hmm. the way that the movie tells the story, it, it time dashes. It's like jumping mm-hmm. back and forth, right? I feel like yeah. Uh, but basically, it's about these this very young couple. Uh, that it's in, they're in Harlem, right? Or, yeah, they're yeah. in Harlem. Yeah. Um, so you know they live in Harlem. Uh, they are getting married. The one family kind of doesn't isn't like super into him. Um, then he gets arrested uh, f- uh, because he's accused of raping uh, this a young Puerto Rican woman, uh, it, even though he didn't do it. Uh, and you also have uh, like a pregnancy, like an unexpected pregnancy um, that is coming. So it's like, it's kind of just showing their their love like relationship like developing at, at the same time they're showing like this like kind of trial and like the stress of like a baby coming even though they're they yeah. they don't really have the means to take care of it and, and he's <laughs> in jail. Also one thing is you said that like trying to talk about the comparison between the book and the movie, I realized that there has to be more black movie reviewers because if this was a movie, if this, like usually like if I watch like a white film, mm-hmm. I can go and Google like movie comparison. Right. And it's like what yeah. the book did, what the movie did. And Timmy Weekly has one and right. there's not one single one. And you know why? Because it's a black film. I, and black I was don't get trying a to, to yeah, I was trying to find it and I don't know. Maybe there is one and we just couldn't find it. But. Oh, oh, so let me keep scrolling. I'm on page three <laughs> of the results of, uh, of uh, what is this? Uh, Google. www.google.com. Google. <laughs> and Google ain't telling me that someone did it. Right. Mm. Yeah. So you know what? We should do uh, Vulture, uh, Entertainment Weekly, HuffPost, uh, what is this? Vox. Hey, maybe we should get a couple more. Uh, if you got one person of color wants to have to review movies, let's get two. Uh, but shall we go go into initial yeah, thoughts? Yeah, All right, you want to go like, first? Would you like to? Uh, sure. So I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. I love the love story. I love that. Um, it was just a good story and supportive. Um, families, but I also feel like I missed a lot of holes. Mm. Like they like they teased yeah. a lot of moments that um we didn't really uh deep dive into so like the puerto rican girl like she went like we kind of found out that she was brought here by this white guy and like had these kids right. but then so i thought it was gonna be bigger than that but right. then nothing we happened really yeah, we know yeah. Nothing about her. right but like right. but maybe we're not supposed to know i don't know right. but i kind of want to yeah. know because you tease that way and then like um fanny's family like his sisters and like mom who ain't shit they came in and left and that was it mm. like we never ever heard yeah. from them yeah. again 
I don't that's know. It's kind of yeah. weird. You that didn't even, yeah, that's true. You had the ones really co- kind of only the one scene with them. Yeah, one, I said a lot of teases and holes, but I, I mean the holes that were filled in, I liked. Right. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, do you want me to go? Oh sure. Yeah. It's interesting. I. This film. Here's what I I'll say. The thing that stood out to me the most about this film was the cinematography. Yes, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It was just like a very beautiful film, and and. It felt very intentional. Like mm-hmm. every shot felt very intentional. Mm-hmm. And to me, I th- I thought what I got the most from the film was showing the beauty of blackness and the beauty of black love mm-hmm. um, and all of the moments with them together. Um, it was like, it was slow, but it was very like, you could feel the love. You could feel like the kind of innocence, the... Um, the emotions that were running deep, but like not like not a lot was really said, uh, and the camera like lingers on people's faces throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like lingers on a lot of people's faces, um, and there was something about that that felt very intentional. Of like you're gonna stay here, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're telling the audience like mm-hmm. we're gonna stay here. You're gonna like look and embrace this and take it in, and it, and it becomes a part of you, which is great. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I was down with. Uh, with like the nonlinear storytelling, I, mm-hmm. I, I understand it as a choice. And there's a part of me that was like, maybe it, maybe this was more impactful than the other way around. Um, but it left me a little confused, kind of like you were saying, Rach. Like I, I, I don't. Uh, there were certain <clears throat> moments that I, I wanted more of, and then we didn't get back to. And so because it was like this nonlinear story, it was like uh, there, there, and and also I will say in the wake of like a me too movement i was a lot more sensitive to the rape accusation than Mm -hmm. maybe i would have been in another time especially because it was a puerto rican it wasn't like some white woman like being racist (laughs) and accusing a black man it was like i and that scene that we have with her you feel the pain and the and the and the trauma of of her and like and i think it, it makes sense. Like there was a part of me that's like, man, this is really what a tough situation mm-hmm. to uh, be somebody who got raped and who didn't really see the person who raped them, and then like somebody telling them like it was this person, and you going like, yeah, it was that. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, and the way that our me- memory works, like it's very easy to kind of just if somebody like incepts a memory yeah, you can, into yeah, you, you, can, you can mm-hmm. create it. You know, you can just create it, and then you just think that that's what's real. And, and that was heartbreaking to me, but the film was less concerned about the, the kind of messiness. I mean, like it, it was in a way, but I think it was like a lot more about the fact that he was like falsely accused and like there's this yeah. racist cop. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. It was weird. It was like, I was like, my emotions were like, damn, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I never, it, it was, um, it was interesting. It didn't, it it wasn't the same impact as like a moonlight for me. Yeah, same here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um I get that. But it was still a really beautiful film and I thought the acting was was really good. Um and I thought I do think Regina King was like a standout in the so in the movie. Yeah, she was great. Uh especially cuz her I think her character was like super layered cuz you had like all of these different kind of feelings and we got to and she was one of the only people other than the two leads that we got to see like multiple scenes of. I mean, the two mm-hmm. fathers, I guess we got the scene with the two fathers as well, which was which was cool and interesting. 
but we didn't know all of the backstory between like what what did happen between mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> her why they parents, hate each other, yeah. you know what I mean? And like yeah. and like what is going on with the sisters? Like what what like we understand that they love for their mom and they're like standing up for her, but like um how do they view their younger sister and like what are, mm-hmm. like what are they doing with their lives? And we we knew a little bit more about um Tiona Paris and Regina King and uh, and that was anyway, there were a lot of great scenes. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I think ultimately I'll stop talking. <laughs> there are a lot of great scenes, like a lot of great scenes that I really love that stand out. It just as a as a whole, as a movie, it wasn't as strong as I thought maybe it could have been. Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood is sponsored by Better Help. Guys, oh, man, you know, I just had a job end, which, you know, I was very fortunate to have, but it's so funny how quickly stress starts to accumulate <laughs> when you're not I, working. It's too much. It's too much. It's heavy. You know. I got the I got the shakes. Um and you know the the heart palpitations, all of it. I I agree. I will say I've had the benefit of not being unemployed this long since 2009 and I what are we in April? Uh soon to be May and mm-hmm. I have not had a paycheck all of 2024. Uh Oof. so this is the most stress I've ever had. My parents may need to get an aid and I'm like, where, who's coming to save the day? So stress is high. Anxiety is high. And, you know, sometimes to talk about this stress, therapy can be a safe space. Like get that stuff off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, you know, instead of just keeping it all bottled up and feeling like you have to hold everything inside. I know therapy has helped me. I kind of, I almost look at it as like check in, like, Sometimes I'm just, I got a lot to say. Sometimes not so much, but it's like, it is super, super helpful. Yeah. I appreciate getting the, the tools to like kind of understand my, the mechanism of how I'm, of how I'm behaving, you know, and reacting mm-hmm. in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use BetterHelp and Timothy, black male therapist saves the day because he gets it, man. I'm like, you know what? Thank you, bro. For sometimes it's just 30 minutes of just me rambling. And I'm like, oh, you didn't even say hello yet. he's like keep going i'm like thank you yes if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient and flexible it's suited to your schedule which is absolutely uh, essential these days all you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist and if you want switch therapists anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash jump today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash jump. You gotta jump to get that better help. Better help. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips are made from real potatoes from real farms, and they're closer than you might think. Golden grows here on over 100 farms across North America. So whenever you open up a bag of Lay's, you can thank your farmers for making your Stay Golden moments possible. Lay's, stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Snapple is ridiculously flavorful, and you can uncap a Snapple real fat with every bottle. Like, 
Cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple and grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Yeah, yeah, same. Especially given like the feedback on Instagram, I was like, for those who did see it, I thought it was going to be way more, um, I don't impactful. know, moving, yeah, and impactful. Right. But mm-hmm. your two points, the one about the tight shots. So yeah. usually those shots frustrate me, right? Like when right. we're on these long yeah. tight, like beautiful, but yeah. they take forever, and you're forcing me to feel certain yep. things that I don't quite feel yet. Until I heard Tish say that comment about um, looking into a black man's face, and then I was like, okay. And then after that comment, like I really appreciated those like right. tight, really beautiful shots. Yeah, that's a very Hollywood thing in 2018. Like it's been the they year usually of bother tight me. shots. <laughs> it's like extreme. Do you want to go? You want to go after you? Um, I I don't think I like this movie. Fair. I don't like, and I've seen it twice. So I saw it. I went to two Q and A's. First time was with my side chick, Jonathan Braylock. Uh, I was about to say, uh, what? First time I was with Masaj. Uh, and then well, now and Rachel has learned. Rachel has learned. Rachel has learned. Rachel has learned. Tessa knows. Tessa knows. She's cute. I get it. Yeah, that, you know. And You're into curly hair. Yeah, yeah. So now you, you <laughs> work in front of millions of people. Millions. That is so confidently. So I was with Masaj the first time. And after that time, I didn't know if I liked it, which is why I really wanted to see it again. And we had a talk back with Barry J. With everybody. And then Mm. Rachel and I saw it yesterday, uh, and James and Kat, they were in the same screen. And then uh, two producers were there. But I didn't care what they were saying because they weren't black. Um, and then, oh, damn. I cared about what they were saying. I wanted to hear the other struggle. And it was like, I, like no right. offense, I was like, you're, you're not going to relate in a way. And the moderator was very bland. I was like, I don't know why so this dude is here. He's not relating to anything. But anyway, Regina King and Barry was there. And even the second time watching it, I, I agree with what everyone said so far. I thought it was very beautiful. Uh, but, and it's something that's very tricky, is that I... I didn't like the movie until the James Franco scene. The Dave, the Dave, Franco, Dave Franco scene. Because, and again, I, you know, I get very antsy about critiquing people's performance who are like in our, you know, immediate um, touch or whatever. But the way that Fonny was at the beginning, I feel, I feel like usually when you see a black man in particular, he's very strong, he's very brutish, he's very quiet. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to showing love and affection, mm-hmm. like it is very manly in a way and not gentle. And I thought, just for me, the relationship felt very cold until that part because he just felt so. Hmm. I don't, and I hate to equate smiling to things, but to me, it's like, and I know who Rachel and I talked about this. I, the second time, was determined to figure out when did he smile first. Yeah. Because in the first time, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, why don't I like this thing? And he did not physically smile at her until he was trying to sell her on that loft thing. And to me, it was beautiful to because to me, it's like at that yeah. point, I'm like, I get it now. Because even after that, when she came to visit him in prison, he yeah. was joking but, and mm-hmm. like he was happy, and he was like, "Oh, look at you! You're like two houses." You're... But did he not smile on the opening he scene? He did not. He gave her a smirk. And 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 here's okay. the thing. Now and, I know it's very no, particular, no, no, but no, it was I like, get it. And here's the thing. Just just to defend him a little bit, maybe, and yeah. but and then maybe this is like actually like a snipe at 
Barry, which which is, I don't I don't want to do. Yeah, but, that non-linear. Like, <laughs> if I don't know what I don't know how their process was, but like it's hard when it's non-linear. It's hard when you don't know where you mm-hmm. are as an actor in the story when you're doing certain scenes, especially yeah. if things are out of order, and then like how it's going to be pieced together. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that's like, yes, and like would this have been solved if we saw their romantic relationship developing mm-hmm. at first instead of it being. They're already in love, and then there's this horrible thing happening, and then we go back to start seeing the beginning of yeah. it. You know, it's because because like, yeah, because to me it's like, and again, it's very difficult because I feel like we again we rarely see black love or yeah, John, we we're talking about yeah. this like two days ago. We talk about like rom coms, and I've been thinking about rom coms for instance a lot, and it's like yo, we rarely see like a serious black love story, which is like a blue Valentine, a revolutionary world where we're like. Love is hard. It's difficult. Or, or, yeah, not even a rom com. Like just a just pure, a general love a ger- romance. Romance. Like film. it's tough. Like you know, we got Jason's lyric, which is kind of you know interesting, and then you know, you got uh, Beyond the Lights, yeah, which the lights. I guess is you know whatever. Just, so to see this, I was like, yeah, we got it. But I just, I guess for me, it's like I wanted it the love to be overtly loving at first, because to me, mm-hmm. it's like we're seeing this black love, and the thing is, this movie is hinged on the love, because the love is going to drive her to help get him mm-hmm. out and him to keep his sanity to want to get out. And I didn't see it until, yeah, think about it. At that point, they started playing around, right? And then when she came to visit him afterwards, like he was like, oh man, you biggest two houses. And then even when he's beat up, you know, not to skip it, sorry, spoiler, but like he's still, try- he's still trying, you know what I mean? And even when he's break, because to me it's like, if he is loving and super happy, when he goes through his struggles, it's going to make the pain of what she's seeing and what he's unable to talk about even harder. Mm-hmm. And and if you look at it, it happened with Tyree. When Tyree is super happy in the movie, like when he goes to his painful story, it's like, oh shit, this jokey ass dude is now like bearing it. I don't mm-hmm. know. And again, I liked it, like, but I didn't like it until that midpoint. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say I didn't like it. It's just I feel very indifferent. Like I don't know what's but what about it, like but. the restaurant scene and when they were walking back from their date like at night, he was smiley and playful. Yeah, but I guess it goes to your linear question. Is that after Right. See, but the, the the restaurant part, the first time when she's like, "Oh, I knew he loved me." It's, sorry, I'm being very particular about it because mm-hmm. the second time I saw it, I wanted to see it solely because, and it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. I know it's so dumb. It's solely because of the smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so yeah, the second time she was looking at him, but he was smiling at Diego. Like he didn't turn, and I know mm-hmm. it's so dumb. But he, he smile at her. He didn't smile at her. Like, and again, oh, it wasn't like he was mean because mm-hmm. he was like she said, he's holding my hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's holding my hand, which is a very love, which is a very important thing. But even when he, even when they walked into the restaurant, like he definitely was like smiling and joking with Diego, and he came back, and this <laughs> so dumb. The smile has continued for him joking and speaking Spanish with Diego, but he wasn't playful with her yet. Like he was mm-hmm. playful with Diego, and it, again, it's very particular. But it's just like to see a black man to see him in his light is like I needed him to be warmer. And I think again, like John is saying, he probably didn't know what order they were going in. But yeah, so yeah, that's it. I like. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, okay. I didn't like the movie. At all. At, at all. all. Oh, at wow. All. oh wow. I uh and but I, but I will say that a big part of why I didn't like it was because of how how the movie made me feel, which was just mm-hmm. uh like nervous in my own skin, like, oh shit, I could walk out here and be shot anymore. Like it made me think about yeah, yeah, all sure. of that stuff. That was and so I and I thought about that for the whole first half of the movie and then it got even it got even worse a little bit during what is probably my favorite scene of the movie which is um when 
when uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry has his monologue about oh, like what man. it's like in, oh. in prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was also one of the most effective uses of the nonlinear storytelling and, yeah. the, and, the, and the not showing of things that we mm-hmm. know are happening. I thought that scene was amazing. Um, but then I had I had trouble with, I had trouble with all the lingering shots and all that all that s- stuff that we were t- were talking about. Um, watching that that talkback though helped me to understand the importance of those lingering shots. Like right. so- someone said something like, um, someone said something like, "Oh, I had never seen a black I had never seen a black face like that before." Yeah, Tish's and, VO or something. Right, and that and that and that was like. That that oh yeah that's that's amazing I oh I'm that's the point of that great I'm glad that somebody is getting that but I'm not, that I look at blackface all the time I love blackface it's like, this is not, <laughs> yeah. like it's not for me it's yeah. not right like this yeah. is that so you know I had I had I had trouble with that I do think that like I thought the acting was great and I did think that it lo- I thought it looked great um and I'm glad that this movie was made yes. Uh, and I do think that's an important story to be told and for people to see. Um, but it was not my cup of tea at see, all. <laughs> see, even hearing you say that is interesting because you just were honest with like outright. I think this kind of movie is difficult because we live in a world where like there is so few art or what's considered like very arts or, or Oscar worthy black films that when you see one, you're so happy that it's there. Yeah. That is difficult to critique it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're like we don't Yes. Because again, like, you know, we talk about this, even some of our peers, like, yo, they can do whatever because like you cannot say anything bad about it. Whereas like this movie, again, like I I I'm only bringing this up because I love that you openly was like, uh, I didn't like it. Whereas like, I wanted to say that, but my yeah. mind was like, No, let me try to defend the movie. No, like I <laughs> like, I checked my watch a couple times, like I felt like it was going on for so long. Mm-hmm. An hour had passed and I thought the movie was gonna be was almost over. And it was I was like, oh my God. Like mm-hmm. yeah. another hour of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna die sitting here watching this. Then that's yeah. just and and again, uh, so much of it, like it's like it's almost not a problem with the movie that the movie made me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Uh but like really was not like not the kind of thing that I would I saw this movie for the podcast. Kind of. Kind uh, of I, get that, I get that. I get that. Uh, yeah. Want to start this thing? Yeah, huh? let's start. I mean, it's it's so. I'm trying to. Find it's hard it. because I was, honestly, so, I was trying to find a plot review. Yeah, because it's hard because uh, it's not linear. So I'm trying to. Because I'm. Ch- I and I also. You guys saw it uh, yeah. more recently than I did, yeah, so right. maybe you can help. Yeah. But like, I like I know it starts it's, with her narr- narration, right? Yeah, it like, starts with her and and Fani like. Uh, uh, on like these steps and it's like beautiful they're matching which yeah. I was trying to think is that real time was it a daydream anyway uh, but they're right. matching well, they both have that's the other yellow. thing about the film that I think is also intentional is that a lot of moments do feel like a dream and there are like certain sequences that I think are not yeah, real if, well I couldn't tell right because this felt like a that, non-real one that, like, like yeah. him like in the subway with the that was definitely not. That was definitely yeah, that not real, real, right? So, like, there are certain, so the the way that the film was kind of composed is like it kind of makes you yeah. feel like a dream, and I think that was intentional because if you, because I think in in the reality, like in the scope of like human life, their romance, them being together, was like very short, like mm-hmm. very brief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was um, like a couple. They said three months. Right, that's what someone says later on. That three months shot running they, around. Yeah, here. yeah, they were. Oh, that's for right. Apartments. That's right. Three months of them being like a, a actually couple, a couple of friends, right? Because yeah, mm-hmm. they were friends. Um, and so it's like very brief. So it's like 
so in a way and fe- for her i think it feels like a dream it was like remember like like was that real yeah. like it was like this amazing thing that happened and like it's all being taken away it almost makes it feel like that what happened wasn't real like it was just a dream that i had and now i'm back to yeah. like this crushing kind of reality and so as like a mood this is th- it's so hard for film for me with films like this like they feel like mood pieces like there's, yeah. there's a part of it that's like i get the mood i'm in it i'm feeling it but kind of like what james is saying like at a certain point i start to check out because yeah. when i don't have like a narrative story to like mm-hmm. s- invest in my brain is like oh i get the mood like i'm feeling the thing that you wanted me to feel and like I'm ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. It yeah. felt like a poem come to life. It felt yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because it, it starts off with them on those steps, and then she's talking about her love and a finding. And she's like, I, and it ends. I remember this time, the transition ends with a voiceover saying, "Like, I hope that no one has to. I hope no one has to feel what it's like to see a loved one through glass." And then the next jump shot yeah. is finding behind the glass for the first time, and her telling him that uh, he's going to be a father. Mm-hmm. Which I will say this, man. Wow, so is that, that's, that's, that's the right second away. scene. It's, it's the right second away. scene. Right it's the second scene, he's in jail. Right. And the thing is, like, um, Stephen James' performances, and I've, and I've seen him a, a couple of times now, like, he is, is because I don't know how to define him, because he yeah. is a not, he's not a showy actor. Like, he's yeah. not, he's not showy, and he's not super character right. It's just, like, very introverted. Like, for instance, very, like, uh, like uh, very, uh, uh, what do they call, it's like uh, a deep, it's like a, like he's a aware well yeah. or something like it's like the be, beneath it's like very yeah you know there's a lot happening beneath but on the surface it looks very calm yeah, it's quiet and so like when he's taking this information in it's like you to me it's like you saw every single level it's like yeah he's he's instantly happy mm-hmm. like instantly happy that he's about to be a dad but then the realization of i'm in jail right now and i can't help you through this nine month because the movie well it goes from nine months and then it has a weird jump to the kid is two yeah like, that also frustrated me too because the linear, the non-linear part of it is fine, right? Yeah. If you're gonna dance around, right. but to touch on things like that, like a nine-month like countdown, could have been really cool to like see yeah. them try to figure it out within nine months. But yeah, then it cuts to the kid is like the kid's like talking two. and drawing, yeah. and <laughs> but they but, did they did a couple things like that 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 I struggled with, which was like it sort of seemed like we were following. It seemed like we were following a present. And then like a past yeah, that yeah. was both sort of building up to oh. to one thing, but then but it they, wasn't. But then they st- yeah. then they stopped <laughs> yeah. doing right. That. <laughs> yeah. right. It was, it was it, like it seemed like it was doing, and then and then they immediately were like, "No, this is now a moment farther." Yeah, it wasn't a simple like here's the present, here's a moment from the past to explain mm-hmm. the, where we are in the present, and then come back to the present and keep going. Right like, to the point where, and, and it's hard like when those kind of things happen this the stakes are are like they're not as prevalent because you there's a part of you that's like i guess it already happened so you know mm-hmm. and then for me it just like it actually made me sad like there yeah. i guess like and I, I don't know if the purpose of this movie was like for you to be sad for most of it but like it was kind of sad because even when they're falling in love it was hard to be super joyful about it because you already know he's in, he's in jail the and so it's like it's um it feels very tragic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. We have the scene with yeah, them. In so, the, in the... so, yeah. So it's the scene with them. She's telling him, um, she's telling him that they have a, he's going to be mm-hmm. a father. Then it cuts to her um, waiting for her mom to come home, Regina King. And then like, now she's about to tell Regina King. And this is the part that scared me for real, for real. Like this, right. this next 15 minutes was terrifying because I never read the book. And my thing is like, yo, 
please don't let this family back. Like, yeah. I, I just didn't know. So I was like, is the mom going to go after? Is the dad? I kept thinking Coleman was about to just like throw a, bo- a you know, the bottle or, and yeah. be all upset. Like, yeah. I was I felt that way too. But, I was tense. But then man. it seemed like the the attitude of the audience was like they were enjoying like the when the the jokes would happen or when like a life moment would happen they yeah. were enjoying that like the the silent the silence between uh Kiki and and Regina in the first moment when she's there and like sort of the way that this is shot of like Regina will disappear behind the behind the opening of the door and then she pops in again just asking these questions. That was nice. Yeah. That I mean, the tension was there, but it was that all was like the time a trying to figure it out. Like the whole time she's looking at the door, like something is wrong. There's <laughs> one shot where she walks across and she's just like, "Huh?" And she, you see her almost let it go until she says, "Mommy." And I'm like, "Ooh!" And it is something like think about it when you talk to your parents. There's a moment where you say, "Dad, mom," but the moment you regress back to that kid <laughs> for a certain point, it's like it is like you you clearly need a thing at yeah. this point. You know what I mean? Either a support, confidence. The one thing this movie did, and all you guys have touched on it, and I think about it so right now, is that we don't finish a lot. Nothing. Like, they didn't finish. So like, she didn't tell her. I would love to have seen Regina take in the knowledge right. of what happened. And we even see like, her tell the father. The not, father. But yeah. not see really. The didn't the mom tell the father? The, mom, the mother was yeah, like, the we're going to. Yeah, the mom, yeah. the mom told the father. So she didn't say it until uh, Ronnie's parents when she, or Fonnie's parents, right. she yeah. finally did. Right. But, and, yeah, and it's so interesting about that because. Again, this dad. First off, who is this? Who is this man? Coleman, Coleman Domingo. Domingo. Yo, my great. He's great, and he's been in some other stuff too. He was in The Walking Dead, I think, or mm-hmm. Fear yeah. of the Walking Dead. Uh, Walking Fe- Dead. Fear of Walking Fear. Dead. Yo, my man. Fear? Oh shit, I don't know now. Oh, he was in one of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, you're right. Fear of the Walking Fear. Dead. <laughs> my man. What yo, I beautiful. My man, like this dude. This dude oh, right. he was, was so good to see a happy yes. black dad. Yes, he was in Birth mm-hmm. of a Nation. Yeah. Like to see but a black dad that loved their I kids. Know. And what was great about him in this was he did have that he had that thing of like you did kind of question like is he gonna is he gonna go off or is he gonna mm-hmm. oh no okay he's he's happy you know like that yeah. was nice because Richard you brought up a point what he is was it great. the, the moment, trailer no the moment about the daughter like I don't I don't hate yeah you. yeah it? so it was nice seeing a daughter get so nervous because he asked the daughter um. Do you want to keep? Do you want to keep the baby? Yeah, and it's and and she was nervous to I guess answer, and he's like, well, it's not because I think you're like out here like wilding. It's just right. you're young, and so I would just like to know from your opinion what would yeah. I do with this child? Which is, I mean, I don't think any father that I know of, yo, mine I, alone would do that. I love that man. Like yeah. that was that was such a cool that was, moment. That was odd. Uh, and the sister, yeah, they were so supportive. Cool, yeah, the whole family. The sister, unbow your head, sister. I was like, yeah, that's a great yeah, line. man. <laughs> like it was just they were just, it was just so much support to see like mm-hmm. a black family working class. Just support instantly though, and he was like, and then he, and then he was like super happy yeah. and like laughing yeah. and like excited to share the news. Yeah. Boy. And like there's so much joy in him, and it yeah. was also. I know I'm skipping ahead, but the scene with him and Regina and like the love that they had, the dancing, yeah, yes. oh my god, that for me, I was like, what an incredible moment to show like they are still in love, very much in love with each other, mm-hmm. and giving the their children like mm-hmm. such a great example that not you know it's like it's hard like not everybody yeah. gets that like of like these two loving parents mm-hmm. who care about them but also still care about each other yeah. and like and in a way of like they're like oh you know y'all it's nasty. like y'all nasty yeah. it's like it's like whatever like yeah 
like you can call me nasty, but like I'm still in love with this woman. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. you you know to me like oh your dad your mom, but like this is my lover. Like yeah. and it's still that way. And it, like to see that romance still be there, like that was so awesome. Yeah, like, it really. Is. We get to see literally. This is the one thing this movie does, which I think we talk about on this podcast of just having like simple issues. I know this one is about race, but when. Fonny's family comes over. Mm-hmm. So we lit, the moment you're talking about is not jumping ahead. It's the, literally the next moment. So yeah. it's like we see them do that because they call over the other family. And instantly the reason that dancing stops is because the other family's here. And you get to see one type of black love, which is like love, love. You know what I mean? Like, like you just said, yeah. these couple love each other. And then Fonny's parents come and it's not. Like right. it's yeah. very like combative, very like standoff. It's very like cold, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very cold relationship um the two sisters the mom come in the dad comes in um it seemed like a struggle you know for yeah. the guy at least because it's not like they both were cold it seems like he would be more down to earth and into loving his wife if she wasn't yeah how and who she was and i just want to echo that black mm-hmm. love um uh, connection between the two parents uh tish's parents because one i don't think we see that as often and right. two i'm watching or reading becoming by michelle obama and her parent <laughs> plug and anyway her parents <laughs> Like this was like her parents like coming to life. Like wow. as I'm reading, like and I'm like five chapters in, and I'm just like, these parents are amazing. Like want them to be my parents, and they kind of came to life in this movie. So wow, yeah, yes. I love them. Yeah. But it was yeah. interesting, man, because like so again, this like, was we one of my favorite them. scenes for sure, yeah. if not my favorite. Scene. It might be my yeah. favorite. But they said, the what did they say during our Q and A? Like this was the scene they shot for like a whole day or two, and they just like had the cameras rolling. Yeah, oh, what the daughters and yeah, like the this family scene, oh, they they just, just, the cameras were just yeah. going. Um, and they just kept doing it, I guess. Yeah, right? and they did say at one point, like, Tiana Paris was like, well, there was a, like, she was like, wait a minute, I thought we were going to come back to me. And he was like, I think we got it. And she and she was like, I, because of the relationship that Barry, like, formed with us mm-hmm. and the atmosphere he formed, I felt confident enough to be like, no, like, mm-hmm. you need to do it again so that I know the coverage is on me. And so I'm I can do my stuff. I'm do my stuff. And yeah. he was like, okay. And then he was like, the next shot, like they shot it again. And that shot wound up making it into the film. Because wow. she did. Yeah. She like, she didn't know the camera was on her. She was like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. And as an actor, I respect that. I respect as an actor, that. I was like, yes. Like, cause like, I hate <laughs> it when you're like, when you're not given enough prep and then, then somebody's like, all right, we're good. And you're, you're like, like, wait, whoa, 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 wait. I'm not good. Focus on me. Like, I know I wasn't, I was like, I was doing it, but I wasn't like, you weren't in it. I know it was on me. It's so hard to do that for a full day yeah. so it's like yeah you're gonna give everyone else like their support but it's also like wait wait you need to let me know when it's my time yeah so i can just give my all in and then like... and for most of the actors like this was the big scene for them uh because it was like you know there there weren't i mean especially for this i mean for the, the sisters, sisters and the mom and yeah. the mom like right they're like no, that's, yeah. that's the only yeah. scene they're in yeah it's like the only scene they're in um what are they and like the dad and regina king are in uh, are in two other scenes and then tiana paris is also in like one of the Briefly in like uh, one of the diner, yeah, yeah the bar. And so she then... pops up a couple times. Oh. Um, what is it, Ebony? How is it Ebony's last name? I don't, I don't want to butcher it, but that's my girlfriend. Uh, yes, you know Ebony. Oh, really? uh, and then uh, sister girl. <laughs> yeah, I know what you say sister girl from uh, <laughs> sister girl from uh, <laughs> Undercover Brothers. You're looking at her name. You got to say her name. Anjanu, <laughs> Anjanu <laughs> Ellis, aka was... sister girl. She was really good in this. And what's the other? I don't see the other sister's name. That's so much. Wait, what was, was her connection with the lawyer? Am I it, jumping it, in? No, remember it was, was Anjanu's the, the mom. The lawyer was Ebony's the bougie somebody's oh, no, friend. No, no, no. Like the lawyer was. I think the, it was the sisters, right? Yeah, yeah, sister. Yeah. Okay. It must be this woman, Dominique, and was doing a yes, favor for her. Got it. Yeah. So the lawyer was um um 
Oh, yeah. Sister but, girls. Yeah. But but so it's interesting. So like we had a scene and you get to see the the tension between the two families. Clearly the dads are friends. Right. Uh, so the tension comes from the mom, from, from Anjanu and Mrs. Hunt. She is very religious. Mm-hmm. And because she's very religious, she doesn't like, she already didn't like um, Fani, it seems like. But then now that she knows that they had a child out of wedlock. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big no-no. And she and blames. Um, she blames the daughter. Which is so uh, interesting because I... Sorry, I keep saying she doesn't like Fani. She doesn't like... Well, uh, she didn't like... She, was, she didn't respect Fani. She doesn't like Fani. Yeah. Like Remember she said the reason yeah. Fani... Fani ain't never been shit. Yeah. 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 Something, yeah. Like, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. The sister said that. Yeah. The sister said oh, that. Yeah. Fani never been shit. If Fani, and the other sister goes, if Fani would have kept his head in the books mm-hmm. and yeah. not doing whatever, whatever, he wouldn't mm-hmm. be in a situation where it's difficult because it's like, yo, if you know that this man was in his house... Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the... Th- there, and I wish there was so much and I, I love the idea of like many people imagine but for some reason I needed two things three I needed this it sucks it would have been hard to watch I needed to see the arrest I needed to see if it was if it was that same night when they were just like eating and having fun I needed to see it be interrupted because we don't know was it a different day? Was like, right. I, think... I 100% agree I, the, I, like, was he just the, at I, home? The, they, the fact the fact that the way that that is introduced in the movie is just a monologue where we don't even see anyone speaking and yeah. we just see pictures of a, a map of where mm-hmm. of where uh, uh, Bank Street is and wherever the, it happened. I, that made me so upset. And then and and then the fact that it after that never came up. I, I, I yeah. couldn't. I and couldn't. Again, <laughs> again, for me, just to reiterate, like I. It was so hard because I didn't know. Like when we first see him in jail, I'm like, did he do something? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. And like, and then like, and because all we're hearing is like he didn't do it, but we don't know anything about like the actual like what actually happened, and we haven't mm-hmm. met this racist cop yet or anything about it. So I'm like, there was a part of me that was like, I don't like this idea that we're just supposed to assume that he didn't do it, and, yeah. and not not to not to say like I. It was just like it was just a weird we thing. We didn't see it. We didn't see anything. We didn't see mm-hmm. and like and for him to be the the actual story is like he was like arrested like basically where he lived, like not even close yeah. to this thing. And like the guy just like was just like, I'm just gonna pick some random black or the but, black dude that I had seen already. And yeah. Yeah. he actually knew that it couldn't possibly yeah. have been him. You know yeah. what I mean? Storyline like, wise, I agree with you guys. Like why wasn't there more detail, right? right? Like why are these holes so big? But I wonder if that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to maybe. make it seem like yeah. it's so bizarre. Yeah, I, we yeah, did I not understand see this. the intention behind yeah. that yeah. for sure. Because the judge has seen nothing. Right. right? Yeah. Like, you know. But also like to me, like this movie touches on something which is very interesting. Like Rich, I know we, we talk about it and I'll bring up my friend Chris a lot because he is now giving up production to go work in a field where he like will deal mm-hmm. with young African-Americans who are incarcerated, some for like weed charges, which is insane, mm-hmm. um, and who are literally sitting in jail because they can't make bail, which means they can't make bail. Sometimes like their cases are just keep being prolonged. So now you're right. in jail for like three years and you're like, I haven't been able mm-hmm. to see a judge right. in three years. You're, you were con- it's basically like being convicted of being guilty. It's like you are guilty before you're innocent because you don't mm-hmm. have money. Because you can't do yeah. yeah. You can't and, do it. You're and, in jail because you're poor. And it's like your job to like prove your innocence. Like that really frustrated me. The yeah, fact no. that the mom had or am I jumping ahead no, if I talk? No, no. The fact that the mom had to get money, fly to Puerto Rico, find this woman alone. You know, also it's unheard of and like unsafe. Yeah. You know, somehow yeah. find her, like talk to her, and then like how, even if the woman said, Okay, it wasn't him, like how does she then prove that? Right. right. Whereas like this cop did, didn't have to use their resources, like mm-hmm. didn't have to confirm that. 
that what he said was right didn't right. have like it was just so frustrating to see um yeah, yeah that's also, it think about think about a mother a mother who technically blames her son even though i guess she kind of missed that he she believes that he didn't do anything but the fact that he deserves it is like such an insane yeah. thing to me it's like you think your son deserved this because he didn't live the life also mm-hmm. the thing that we have seen maybe we haven't seen it yet but like when we get there like you realize he went to a vocational school. He wasn't robbing people. He wasn't like in the streets, in the streets. This nigga was making wood pieces. But he didn't live that elite life that his mother wanted him yeah, to. And unfortunately, right. that's that. Like I've, I know a lot of trash ass parents who have that mentality. I, I agree. Like I, I, I get that. And, and, and again, again, I bring this up a lot. Not my parents, but my, some of my family members are these kind of people. Whereas like you think you're higher above everyone else. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, yo, we, it could happen. This literally could happen to anybody because at the end of the day, it's like we could be walking down the street and have to defend like your partner or someone else like john i've been with you where like someone is attacking someone else and we have to say something it's like that could have ended poorly because now it's two black dudes Mm -hmm. (laughs) even if we're not fighting talking down to someone else who we think is doing the wrong thing you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and so like i think they could have touched on so much but this but this scene was so great because you saw the dad of fani say he's hip (laughs) you know i'm hip be loose Talk kind of shade that the, whole the wife, relationship like, was so amazing. It was so weird. He's like, Yo, I'm dads. talking to a real woman. You know, it's nice to talk to a woman. Basically, he implies, <laughs> and then to hear this mom curse her unborn grandchild. Oh my god! No, that was ridiculous. She cur- she literally <laughs> that's why she got her smacked, which was yeah. wild. But it was wild. I mean, that whole scene was wild. Right? We like jumped away from it, but like you had so many people rock out in that scene. You had all of them. Uh, yeah, I everybody mean, had a moment. Everybody we- had a moment. <laughs> And then, and then it was made more complicated because the f- father, Fani's dad, like s- basically beats, like yeah. he strikes her, he yeah. like hits her, and then they're all like, "Oh, sh-. like they're like, what are we? it's like they all like didn't like her, and they're like, well, yeah, but yeah. that's but not don't right. That's not what you do. Every every emotion in that room was okay. accurate. You you felt bad for her, kind of like some people felt bad. Yeah, some people were like, how could you do that? Others were like, well. She just cursed an unborn baby. Because my thing was like everyone was sitting there trying to figure out what to do because this woman is cursing an unborn child. Such a serious and it smack was, too. It, it was so intense and yeah. And then you had like you had the other dad Coleman like kind of drag him out and then like and then the other women were like felt bad but then they were like we're also not pitying you because like of what you just did like mm-hmm. let me just like let's just continue to that was evil admit that like what you just did was really messed up. And you sisters like trying to pretend like you have your back, like you're trash too. Yo, like, Tanya's lines in this part were great. It was like, yo, ever since I met you and your pretty face, I've just mm. noticed your Adam's apple, which also is a diss already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> already just, she kept I never going. realized she I wanted to rip it out with my teeth or with my hands. But if you touch my sister again, I'm going to yeah. make a quick decision. And if she and does she, yeah. did that step, when she does that step, it's like, wow. Touch, touch her. her. <laughs> oh, like, oh, shit. And then she goes to the line when the other sister goes like, we should. We knew we shouldn't have came. Didn't know you could say those words. <laughs> so shady. <laughs> and then like, oh snap! But then That's my daughters right. would that. never be as like trash as you are, or like do whatever. Yeah, because no one's gonna fuck them. My daughters are never gonna bring in a, 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 a what a fatherless child into this world or or something yeah. like that. Yo, and then through that shit, I was like, <laughs> her lot. Also, to me. Which is very difficult because watching this movie, all I could see was race. I get it was right. about race, but not race in like the greater sense of mm-hmm. American justice system, which I also thought, but it was race in Hollywood. Because right. to me, it's like, this is, Tanya's part is a part that that would have been like Emma Stone or, some, or Jennifer Lawrence, like in a five minute scene, 
Oh and my like, goodness. And like a fucking whatever produced movie, she would have got a nomination for it. That's true. Because it's the fiery, mm-hmm. say it like you will, it's like sister that defense. That would have got a that would have got a nomination. It's honestly so strange that none of these because mm-hmm. here's a and and here's the thing because we're talking about how much like you know it's like we we weren't like super hyped on this movie. It's like I don't think any of us think this should win Best Picture or anything like that. But like it's still one of those types of movies that people get nominations I, for. All well, the yeah, time. totally, because totally. it's like you see all so many like that's Oscar why they type made films. this movie. Yeah, so it's like you see so many Oscar type films where like they get nominations and you watch the movie you're like this movie's nothing. No, like, they just did it. For there's Oscar. no way, and we haven't seen it yet, and we're I'm sure we're gonna review it. People keep asking us to. We haven't seen Green, Green Book, book no, whatever the hell. Green Book yet. Just but got like, that screener though. <laughs> but two of them, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, whatever. It, 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 but. but but it is. But to me, and this is, I'm gonna be straight up. If if this was whatever white Boston movie, and Melissa Leo was Regina King, Melissa Leo would have got a nomination. I mean, hands down, straight every up. actor, every actor that has a moment in this movie. It, it, it does acting that is worthy of a nomination. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the, the, every single one. The yeah, dad would have been really. Christian Bale with a little bit of weight. <laughs> Christian Bale would have got that goddamn nomination. So, the other, I'm serious, man. Some of the other things that happen. Right. So, you have, like, you have, like, Coleman and, and I guess he does it with uh, the other father. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the actor's name is Michael Beach. He plays the characters. Oh, I, I always call him, uh, I always call him waiting to exhale. Because he was the reason. Because remember, she burned his car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. burned his car. That was him. <laughs> Isn't he also? Um, he's in Soul Food. Is he also in Soul Food? He's yeah. the. Uh, oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Then. I think you're thinking. Of yeah, I'm thinking he's of Soul the Food. Dude who had sex with well, Faith. Faith. <laughs> oh yeah, sex with this is the dude, and he was all crying like I ain't want to, but you ain't love me for real, for real. Uh, oh man, but, I knew he was a cheater or something. Can we like, talk about this? Can we talk about what? Sorry, that's a different but, movie. So what's I, what's ironic <laughs> is like to raise money to help get this guy to uh, jail. Uh, uh, they're doing illegal stuff. They gotta break the law. Mm-hmm. They gotta break the law. We all know hustles. But that explanation was great. Yeah, what they said. They were like, Yo, they're we, in that, that bar yeah. conversation. We never worried it. about money. Right. That was yeah. great. And he was and like, they took our we, money, like, yeah. and they and they did it illegally, and they robbed to get this money, right. so we can do. Yeah, because they had, they were robbing clear. to pay for the justice system to help someone who. And the thing is, the justice system technically at that point knew what was happening. Yeah. But that's just what it was. So these people had yeah. to break the law. Technically. If anything, they were the most ethical in this unethical situation. They did what they had to yeah. do for their kids. That happened a and couple so, times. Oh, sorry, but the but when when yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry got when he got arrested, he was like, oh, "Yeah, dude, I, I had, yeah, I had marijuana on me, a little bit of mm-hmm. weed, but but I didn't, but I didn't do, I didn't steal the car. You couldn't drive. He's but like, then, I don't even know how to drive. But but the car, the charge for the car is was less mm-hmm. than the charge for marijuana, which was like, so I have to pick the le- I have to, I did this crime instead of doing this crime. Which, again, I bring up all the time. And I always say this because of the New York acting world. Don't worry, I will never shade any of my friends. But I know so many white kids who do coke. Yeah. I know a lot of white kids just, who do coke. Just do coke. And the thing is, coke <laughs> and crack, no, I'm just saying, but coke and crack are the same fucking drug. The amount of African Americans that are mm-hmm. incarcerated for crack as compared to when a white kid does coke. Yeah. Or as compared crack to like- Crack is a cheaper, is the is cocaine just like- Cut down. Cut down and mm-hmm. made worse for it's the human being you, that's yeah. d- using it. But we get, but it's, it was, but it's prosecuted different. Even when I think about like- uh, Yes, Even when I think is. about like weed, right? We think about like, I, I've been watching these like Vice documentaries mm-hmm. on uh, African-Americans, or actually just people of color who've been incarcerated for marijuana sales, right? For doing technically the same thing that is now legal. And I get that it yeah. wasn't legal at the time. I, but only legal in some states and also- um, what's his name? Even though he's gone now, uh, the freaking monster Jeff uh, Sessions. Sessions. Mm-hmm. He uh, 
he like he like he like undid a lot of the stuff that Obama was trying to do, uh, 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 like lessening those drug penalties. Oh and yeah, stuff but like you that. know who you know who's taking uh. up that mantle though? The Kardashians. Why would you even say their name? Because on this I podcast? want people to know how fucking stupid it sounds. <laughs> Every time they talk about getting someone out of jail, like shut the fuck up. You know Obama did that. Anyway, also, why do you get points for that? Like, you have a whole black kid. You should do some stuff for yeah, the culture. Exactly. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Anyway, we're not a political point. podcast. We're talking no, about this movies. Is not a we don't podcast. talk about politics on this on this podcast. Uh, Sorry, um, that's not Sorry. what we do. But anyway, you're right. <laughs> uh, the, uh, so I just wanted to mention because we've been talking about this for for a bit. But so we have that scene. But then, I mean, we should talk about the scene, and this is the only scene with um, uh, Emily. Rios in it. Uh, she plays the, yeah. the Puerto Rican. Yeah. Also, which is crazy because she's on a really good show that people should watch. This comes on FX. Uh, it's about drugs in LA. Uh, Snowfall. So mm. I'm just saying. That's oh, what yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep hearing about that. She's gonna get my thing about this, which is very interesting. And yeah. I know she was she's Puerto Rican, but do you think her her skin tone was picked on purpose? Because she wasn't like a darker skin Puerto Rican. Because mm-hmm. to me, when we had this conversation with Regina and she starts uh, crying and yelling, don't touch me, don't touch me, for some reason, it just brought me back to old videos I used to watch them, like Black History Month of like white women pointing at a black dude saying like, he did it, he did it. And they would just mm-hmm. like, like go insane and just start screaming, like mm-hmm. on cue almost, and then get like ushered away. Not Again, mm-hmm. yes, I do like that this movie touched on that something did happen to this woman, so we should yeah. not criminalize this mm-hmm. woman. Like, mm-hmm. even when... Kiki brings it up to Tayana. She's like, sister, I do think something happened mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. Even Regina's like, I know something happened. We don't want her to relive it. Mm-hmm. But also we're now doing something to someone else. We shouldn't yeah. destroy yeah. another life. Yeah, that yeah. made me so uncomfortable watching her. Because at the moment, she said, don't touch me, like calmly twice. And she still was touching her, saying like, what, to marry? She was, she was saying like, prayer. She's like, sister, like women. She tried <laughs> a different angle. She was like, woman, like sister like and then i'm like this know. is not the way like you do not touch a victim like yeah. i agree i, I, got I agree. so uncomfortable it's so hard and that's why that scene was like very um impactful yeah uh, mm-hmm. because you have two people one who is desperate to not relive trauma and right. the other who is desperate to save uh i mean for all intents and purposes her son-in-law mm-hmm. and like and they're both so desperate and yeah. it both feels like and they both and it and you're like you 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 feel for both of them at the yeah. same time Definitely. and you're like oh my god like how do we reconcile this and it feels like there's no way to reconcile yeah. it and yeah. it's so crazy that she had like you were saying before that she had to like s- spend her own money like to fly to Puerto Rico like a, a yeah. place that she has no like she doesn't nope. speak spanish right. like she doesn't nope. know anything about this place she had to like go to like this to the CD restaurant by herself. CD right, restaurant meet some and, random guy who was yeah. like protecting her. Also, that dude her. is in everything. Yeah, he's in everything because he got big off of Game of Thrones. Like, I didn't know he came from Game of Thrones until recently. Yeah, Pe- uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah, he was great in Game of Thrones. Everyone says that. Uh, you know, he, yeah, he's also kind of good in The Great Wall, even though that movie is out of the track. I'm not kidding. He's good on with everything. Yeah, he was and good he was in, in The uh, Equalizer 2. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he was in um, The Kingsman, with the sequel. He oh, was good yeah, in that too. Yeah, he was good in that. But my thing about this is like, yeah, she had to go do all that stuff. And it's interesting because I, what I appreciate, and I, I think this is solely a Regina King performance thing, yeah. was I feel like as performers and in real life, when you're trying to get your way in something, you use different tactics. Yeah. And you do it nonstop. And, as this started, you saw her try to relate at one point to the kids. Don't bring my kids up. So she can't mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, she tries to relate to being a woman. You've never been raped. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. She sees that she has the religious necklace on. She tried to relate to religion. Don't touch me. 
don't like so mm-hmm. like you just see and you see at one point um which i thought was so good you see as uh the the woman is like telling her story you see regina king realize she's losing mm-hmm. and yeah. they're not saying losing a battle but like you no, see like she is she, she's yeah. not this woman is not going to come back because right. again like and i'm love that she went because as a woman she knows how traumatic this event must have been mm-hmm. and she gets to like i know you don't want to relive this i need you to and she sees as woman is talking about it she can't because the woman says yeah. i don't know what happened but they presented him to me and told well, me to pick him and she yeah. says it verbally yeah. they told me to pick him and did I she just, say that because i thought i thought what she said was because a few things i thought about that scene one like i did not get the wig like there was this whole wig scene yeah you know with the adjusting the fixing oh, yeah, the take it off the putting back on the going out and it's mm-hmm. like your it, identity's not it, hidden it, right it, it felt yeah bec- again it was one of those things where it's like the scene standing on its own is a very beautiful scene yeah but the scene the, the time was the so story, wasted i like, thought what are we doing yeah, yeah I didn't get but also t- i'm sorry to your i pivoted um i thought what was said was they asked me to pick him out in a lineup and so i kept thinking what did the lineup look like mm-hmm. right so yeah. if the lineup was like all white guys and this one guy right. you know i don't know oh, like, it was definitely all black dudes for sure but she's what she said is she said is uh because Regina King goes, you did, you've never, you never saw him mm-hmm. until the lineup. Mm-hmm. You didn't mm-hmm. know him, mm-hmm. and she goes, they told me to pick him. I picked him, and I'm like, again, yeah. if, if this is happening, this is happening dramatically that? after I the don't fact. Remember. Do you remember? Yeah. So, so what's interesting about it is you're just leaving out one word, which oh, is that? which is out. Oh. And and so I think it just depends on how you listen to it because I heard uh, it, I heard it this way too. Mm. Uh, but she she says they told me to pick him out, so I picked him out. Which is like, oh which my is gosh, like, mind they, blown. Which is like, did they say, yeah, him, him pick him did out? They, yeah. Did they mean pick out him, or or is that just like, just like her pick, pick him out? Same pick, yeah. pick out the, exactly, pick right. out the guy, right? But see, but then that question is because where Regina goes is that, and even the lawyer, Kazalani, I'm not confused on what he said it, but he's like the not professional, but like the top whatever was the cop being like this is the guy yeah right i, I so, think so too and i think so too i do think that that is what it is i do yeah. think that that is the thing but i think that there's supposed to be a little bit of ambiguity Question. to mm-hmm. it but know? to me that's why i think we should have seen some of the night <laughs> or course, day or what happened or the lineup because right. i'm like because we're supposed to believe like oh it's questionable did he do it but i don't think we are i think we're supposed to think he's innocent but i'm like yeah so it wasn't actually until that point where i was like could he be right? And I don't know if it's um. It was her phrase of being like, "I can tell you've never been raped." She seems so serious. Right. Yeah. Like the whole time, I was like, "Obviously, they like you know he did not yeah. do it. They're just like using him." Um, like that that cop had a grudge, whatever, whatever. But the way she was like, "You've never been raped. Like you have not." Uh, clearly, as if she knows, like you'll know your rapist's eyes when you see them, right? Yeah. And so it was hard for me to be like, "Oh shit!" Like could she be? I know, and that's Is one of those legend? things where it's like I, I, I think at the I think at the end of the movie, we are supposed to conclude that. He was falsely accused, especially mm-hmm. because of when he like kind of set out like where he was in relationship to the mm-hmm. yeah. and all that stuff. It was like, no, he definitely didn't do it. But then but this is the thing that I was kind of talking about in the beginning was like the movie didn't for me deal with the complexity of this issue mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. a way that felt satisfying it, it just made me feel like kind of gr- like i was just like ah, this is all mm-hmm. and maybe that is the point to feel gross i guess or whatever I, again but, i felt gross the whole movie but i felt like, gross and uncomfortable the whole movie and i do think that that is the point of so much of it not the whole thing necessarily yeah. but yeah I do. and then because the other thing about that is like it that's different than just racism like that's like the that's like the horribleness of like living in society where mm-hmm. there are people who rape and those and it's so hard to 
get those people convicted. It's so because it's usually winds up becoming a he said, she said thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it, and like the end, we have a rape culture and it's like, so those people get away. So like those kind of issues are like, it's like messy and gross because there are the, there's like that part of you. It's like, yeah, I, an innocent person shouldn't mm-hmm. go yeah, to jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then also, you're like, we but find... we need to like believe victims. And it's yeah. like, that. Yeah. What, what do you do? And also the thing, the point of is what they, again, what this movie is probably hitting on is that, yeah, what you're saying, John's like, we need to do our investigation. We need to like yeah. take it serious. Like I know we read recently and I brought it up last night is that, you know, a big thing happened where a lot of places in the United States right now are getting rid of rape. I mean, rape uh, kits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if someone does decide to come forward 10 years later, the kid is gone because they threw it out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's no, it's not even like they've waited the 10 year, what was it? It's supposed to be a 10 year period or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're not even waiting. Yeah. They're just yeah. throwing the shit out. Whereas yeah. like, we don't take certain things seriously. We don't take. But I, even I wish that was touched on. And maybe it's just like my ignorance. But I, because when I asked uh, you, draw like, well, what happened? What about the, um, yeah, the DNA rape kit and the DNA test and stuff? But like, I didn't know that at that time they didn't do that. Wasn't a thing that people um, really did. And also, oh, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, the yeah. science wasn't available. Yeah. yeah. And also, DNA was there. like actually like very, re- like, pretty recently i think only in the 90s 90s. like the oj was like one of the first times they thought about bringing in dna evidence and then they were like just people don't get this that was in the that was in the show yeah yeah so yeah like only in the only in the 90s where was that start to like actually use but this thing touches on and just so we can skip around a little bit um it's tricky because i just want to talk about the dave franco scene oh this is my thing about dave franco And I feel like <laughs> it was such a. F- yeah, I know everyone's like it's super random and stuff it like that. It feels so random but, but, to me. <laughs> but, but this is the thing. So the Q and A yesterday, he didn't touch on it when we saw it. Uh-huh. But Barry was like, he had these satellite um, actors in it because he thought because oh, yeah. um, um, Stefan and Kiki weren't famous, it would help people like relate and be like, oh, I know this person, and would just give it like a little joke. Mm-hmm. That's why you see people. What do you say? Every 30, 40 minutes, pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so cool saw that Pedro. they wanted to do it. Yeah, he's like they wanted to. You saw Pedro. You saw Dave. You saw Henry. Uh, Tyree, I always say Henry, I don't know why. You saw Tyree and then you saw um, 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 uh, Diego. But to me, the thing about the scene, and again, I get that this movie's built on love, right? But this again is, I guess, super early on. I don't know. The, what, right before he goes to jail? I don't know where in the timeline of love. Like right before he goes. Right before it goes. Yeah. But to me, it was beautiful because right. I'm like, this is the thing where like this guy tells you up until this point, he's been searching to get a house. People don't like niggas, which I thought was a really interesting yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Because I will say this, like uh, on Thursday, I was out with two friends, and I couldn't get I couldn't get a cab, right? I couldn't get a cab, and it sounds so dumb. 2018, I couldn't get a cab, but one of them had to get the cab, and like it was a woman, and she like got the cab in two seconds. And in my mind, I'm like, shit, it's because my black ass is standing here trying mm-hmm. to get this cab that it was easier for you. And so to in the 70s see a black couple go and try to get this. And see that, oh, the fact that this black dude here seems untrustworthy, unsavory. I can't take advantage of the woman anymore. So I'm just be like, I'm gonna screw him. But to see them with Dave Franco, and I know I usually shit on uh white male saviors, but I don't think he was that in this. No, I don't no. think he seemed like an ally. He, I thought he was just a simple ally. Yeah. Because what he says when he gives him the house, also he plays along. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, yo, man, let me help yeah, you get that, this. That friend. was the, that was like the yeah. most touching. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, ah, why am I why am I carrying more than you? You know what I mean? Like why am I, I <laughs> yeah. thought that shit was funny. You know, like he helped me with the fridge, like the, the stove and like he's doing that. And then mm-hmm. he goes to the roof and he goes, uh, I'm my mother's son, um, and I believe in love because love makes us different from them. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, to me that's twofold. To me, that he is a white dude. Like I know he's Jewish, but like he is yes. visually looks like a white man. Right. Who in this movie you heard people say like I think the white man is the devil because of these evil things that he's done. Mm-hmm. And we know at this point 
that a white cop has done something really bad to this mm-hmm. couple. So to see a white dude be like, yo, not all of us are bad. I got you. And also to me is like, I don't know, like as just to see a man care, like mm-hmm. you just see this dude just care about this couple who like, what do you say? We don't have, we don't have money or enough to buy a pot to piss in. So that means you're double broke because you ain't got, <laughs> you ain't got the pot and you can't even afford to piss in the pot that you ain't got. You know what I mean? Like that's some crazy shit when you think about it. But to see now, uh, find you warm up and like do the things that you want the man to do. And this point I was like, yes, we found, we finally got to the I, shit. Yes. I get it. <laughs> it. It was a great scene. And I mean, I am annoyed because they never answered the question on whether or not they get a tub in a, in a stove. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that was so playful or not. I know it's like, it's like not, it's stupid. Right. But literally yeah. I'm like, are they really going to live in this lot? Right. Like, yeah, do yeah, they yeah. not have a <laughs> stove? But then they don't, they don't answer the question because maybe they never even, they never got a chance they to get to that. Yeah, right? yeah, that's because, true. because where they get picked up, they get picked up at Bank Street, yeah. which is the, the other place. The other thing that's about this whole thing that's weird is that uh, they're like super young, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like this kind of um, young romance. Of course, in the time where like people had to grow up a more quickly than we do today Mm -hmm. but they're still like very young Mm -hmm. and her especially is like she's like very innocent because she's like like living with Mm -hmm. her parents though like had never not lived alone yeah um so anyway this episode is brought to you by snickers ice cream the only thing that'll chill you out when you're about to find your zen and your neighbor whips out their new drum set Made with 100% real peanut butter ice cream, smooth caramel, crunchy peanuts, and covered in a chocolatey coating. When you're out of sorts, Snickers ice cream chills you out. Buy it now at your local retailer. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. I also um, love, just to say, go ahead, but I, I did love, again, every other interaction we saw with him after this. Because at one point, which I thought was very interesting, is that I don't I don't want to see anybody get brutalized. I really don't. But I think I needed to see a, a moment of him in the lunchroom or something. Because yeah. at one point earlier on, he he's like, man, you don't know what I'm going mm-hmm. through. He's like, you, like, and he breaks yeah. his voice. And the thing is, it's something like very right. performance wise where I think as men, like we normally have a tone to our voice, but to hear his voice squeak and he's like, you will see, like he was breaking. And yeah. we did see mm-hmm. that after Brian Tyree Henry's monologue. Yeah, right. So I think we were supposed to like take what he said and then realize like, oh no, now he does yeah. know. Yeah. He says, yeah. they can <laughs> do whatever they want to you. Right. Which, I, you know, there's that uh, documentary on Netflix. Uh, no, I don't want to look it up. Anyway, um, there's many stories about how that affects black men and how, like, you can be in there just waiting for a trial date. So I kind of wish we could have 
seeing something either yeah. just yeah. in itself by we itself. We had a lot of that, that's why, but I think that's why I enjoyed that scene yeah. so much because mm-hmm. it was like so descriptive and it mm-hmm. was like it felt visual, even though mm-hmm. we were right, right, seeing we it. That's true. Seeing no, no, not for Tyree. I mean, not for um 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 Tyree. It was like for for Stephen because I feel like, but yeah, I, that's but that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what it did. It did that for me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, you know. gotcha. But I think we, it did it for us because we understood it, right? right and yeah, I think right, that yeah. there were just so many missed opportunities to see or at least hear something that's not descriptive um, to show the complexity of the story. Yeah. yeah. You know, and because I do like the messy, uncomfortable feeling. If you were, it was messy, uncomfortable because it was like, shit, we're in this. Like, right. this is what's happening to people versus I have to like guess it. And the people, you know, who will watch this movie, um, I hope they get it the way we get it because yeah. we don't really get to be as clear or they weren't really clear in the movie. But yeah, um, but it's something that was so weird. And then, and then we kind of like, kind of quickly get to the end, which is like, yeah. he's in there. Like, he, we see him one time pretty beaten. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's still but he's still trying, which I really love to see. Like, he's really trying. He knows what his face looks like. He's trying to make this woman feel comfortable because she, at this point, is about to burst. You know what I mean? So I love that he was, because he's showing up. Ain't no way to cover that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I did like that. And I, we eventually get to the point, which I do hate that it wasn't a voiceover, but we found out he takes a plea deal because it was easier yeah. and a lot of African-American men do that. Um, but see, even that was like missed to me because it's like, I want to prove that he really didn't do it. After that scene with uh, women in Puerto Rico, like I really wished, I don't know, we saw more. It was more detailed so that when you when he took that plea deal, we were just kind of like, yeah, he was either, because I think James and I were talking about it. I was like, after that last conversation he had with Tish, mm. he was either going to commit suicide or take a plea deal, right? Yeah, Which is two yeah. common things that happen to black yeah. men. In really felt like he was going to kill himself. Yeah. yeah. Particularly after that monologue where he's like, everything's going to be fine. And then he kind of right. disappeared, like fades away. And then you away. see the beautiful shot with like, the baby. I'm like, is this real? Is yeah, she going to yeah. commit suicide in the tub? Like to meet with him? Like, I don't know. I was thinking yeah. of all these things. And it was just like, so he took the plea deal and here's my two-year-old. And it's like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I wish I, just... I would have had a little bit more weight to it. Um, but the, yeah. Right. I think in the scene, we were supposed to like, it's like he lost and he's not coming. Yeah. Also, I would love how long was he in it? Was that kid mm-hmm. too? So was, and they was, cu- wait, how long was the plea deal? I forgot. Oh, it didn't, I don't it didn't say. Oh, okay, it didn't say. So and like just and what was the end? Was the end shot like just the them? Because them, them. Them. he because basically he and we didn't yeah. see what the kid was writing. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we gu- didn't see what the kid was writing. Yeah, so I'm guessing she said, yeah, he's been writing it ever since I told like him. Free day. And he goes, Daddy's home or daddy's something? home and daddy comes home so i'm guessing maybe he was getting out soon yeah yeah but like we didn't know but but that's the thing is he i don't think he was getting out i don't soon. think so either and then i also and i also think that like you know th- this i didn't enjoy how this happened at all but like it made me feel like i guess the whole point of all of this as much as i feel like i'm missing stuff from him is like they cut to like showing the clips of just like or the pictures of like more and more men getting arrested blah blah, mm-hmm, blah. it's mm-hmm. just like again like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's him or what happened to him this is happening to everybody it's the system you know um so yeah i right and it's it's tough though i actually felt a similar way about white boy rick which we won't review because that's a white boy leap but like but but (laughs) there's a similar thing where like they're talking about the systemic injustice of the criminal uh, justice system of like how we treat both how we treat people like um, before they're convicted and then also how people are treated in prison and like how it's just like not right, like the way mm-hmm. that it, the way that it, the system works. But in that story, like they were also trying to in White Boy Rick, they're also trying to do like a like, you know, like a, a crime, like a person like start from the bottom and now like they're on top yeah. and then like. And this story, they're also trying to do a romantic story. So, like, mm-hmm. it's there, but it's, like, not fully explored. 
mm-hmm. and it and it leaves me like wanting for both. Yeah, yeah I felt that I way agree. in that movie and in this yeah. movie where I was like, they're great. Okay. I mean, yeah. honestly, it's there tough. are great scenes, but <laughs> yeah, it's tough because you think about you think about like especially because this case also is talking about the legal system, but also I mean, it's talking about like you know rape and like how those cases are trapped mm-hmm. Man, and, if, yeah, and if we're assuming tough. now that this kid isn't getting out for a while to me it's like it's just something and again this movie was <laughs> that, shot like shit like literally yeah. this week alone there's a white frat boy right who assaulted a woman took her virginity and will not serve jail time and not only that but if he goes into like a drug or rehab some shit i don't believe in saying this shitty ass name but if he goes to a drug rehab center his his uh his uh what is it history is expunged so he doesn't even have mm-hmm. to like file as a sex offender well, and we all know what happened this. last year with the other douchebag white dude behind you. yep and it's like if you're going to say something about the system uh. and how women are believed like it's just there's a nuance that it's tough but this movie was long enough that i felt like we could have went in depth with so one of the two much more. the problem is that i don't think that's not the original intent yes, of yes, this yeah, yeah. book right yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or yeah it was a book it was right? a book it was a book so it's book. like that's not the original intent of it because it was not dealing with that. It wasn't really dealing with that. But in the context of today, yeah. it feels strange. And then, like, I don't know if we handled it. I don't even. And I yeah. do think he was aware of it because I think that's why we got the scene between the two women. Yeah. But it still felt. And I don't know. I don't know if that scene exists in, in the book. Maybe it does. Um, but it still felt. It's. It just. It wasn't. I don't know. Anyway, we have uh, the. Yeah. But, but you yeah. know, can, can I can I talk to Hollywood real quick, y'all? Yeah? yeah, oh sure, yeah, sure. yeah. But you you know what? You know, we're talking about black love and all this cool yeah, stuff. Well, I think that's yeah. beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So I want I want to switch something up. What you what'd because you, know? you know one of us got married recently, and I felt like oh, I true. felt like there was no. a toast that James and I didn't fully get to. <laughs> we didn't get to really be a part of this we didn't get toast. To be a, I feel like we were gypped, and I feel like in that gyp that we didn't really get to toast. Just so you know, that's not a politically friend. correct yeah, word anymore. Say I can't say gypsies. I can't gyps? say gypsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, really? Like yeah, gypsies. Like at first, it's gypsies, which is also seemed is yeah. like just, oh, it's not, okay. it's considered uh, I'm sorry for saying gypsies. No, that's all right. Sw- can I swindled. say swindled? There you go. Sw- yeah. We got swindled. Yeah. <laughs> we got swindled because we believed that we were just doing an icebreaker, so we didn't really get to yeah, toast. Yeah, we didn't get to toast. We didn't get to toast our friend who just got married. Mm, we Whereas, sure like, did. people gave all these wonderful stories that we were like, oh, we would have done the same thing to our friend instead of just dragging them, which we probably already would have done. So, can we do it? James, you want to do a Dear John? Can we do a Dear John real quick? But hold on, J- James, if you don't mind, you're going to start first. I, I bought you want some, me to start first? I bought, I bought something for the occasion. Okay, I right. you, you do realize this is a this is an audio medium, <laughs> no, right? No, no, but yes. this, this is for us. We're going to do a toast. Okay, okay, but nobody... We're going to no, do a no, Dear no, John. No, no, no. This, all right. No, this, this is for actually getting something. No, this is... I want people to know. This is for real. I don't want you to Dear John, hurry up. No, I'm not rushing this. It's in the fridge. It's in the fridge. This is about to be a full hour. You know what I'm saying? This is real all right okay yes dear john Uh uh-huh okay we've been friends for oh my god a long time now five six years maybe maybe a little maybe a a little bit longer than that and uh and it's been an important friendship to me um uh you have been a fabulous comedy partner over the last five six years thank you and uh uh working together you have kept me in line <laughs> in in ways <laughs> that I, in, line. in ways that are difficult to express, and something that I um, something that I really enjoyed about about the wedding was getting to hear uh, your now wife talk about what she loves about you, mm-hmm. and and one of the things that she talked about was your curiosity and how and and that is something that I just want to also just say because mm. we never get a chance to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But I really admire. Oh, that was it. That was the, that was real champagne. <laughs> that was the just champagne. in case you thought we were alive. 
But that is something that I've that I have always admired about you is your your curiosity and your the way that you ask the way that you ask questions. Um, it's champagne. I know you don't uh, drink, but it's just champagne, man. It's just it's just it's just a little spark. It's just is is uh, and the way that you think is just something that I I uh, have always looked up to, and uh, I'm happy to know you and to get to to feed off of some of that. Uh, Thank you. Uh, oh, I'll go. Yeah. Um, so this is my thing. Uh, I'll go on the other side. You know, I feel like out of the relationship as my side chick. Uh, <laughs> don't like, <laughs> don't like this. Don't like this. I, mean, I already don't like it. No, but I will say, I will say something that that I believe is that you know, out of selling shows and working together, like we challenge each other a lot. I feel like John and I. So I feel like if we ever agree on one point, especially if it's about a joke or about a scene, like we've got it. We've got the thing because we've got the two points that usually see on opposite sides, and we made it work. And over the last couple of years, you know, I could say that our combativeness has lessened. That's true. I feel, I feel, it like, has. I feel like it has lessened. It, it definitely I feel like we has. have now grown in the ways of like not only understanding, but taking a beat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to go back and listen to that Blazing Saddles oh, yeah, episode. Oh, yeah. yeah this, this is the antithesis of that joke. <laughs> but, but in saying that, though, I do think it's a thing to like watch someone grow and enjoy it. And then also, you know what? Now you stuck with us, bro. Like now, Brave, if you don't cry by the end of this, you know, but now <laughs> the whole point of this is for you to be crying and get him drunk. You're not crying right and get, now and get him super drunk. That's making me very upset. <laughs> get him so drunk. But I want you to know, though, man. A lot of jokes happening. But that's how we. That's how it's going to go down. But I think you do need to know, man, is that we do appreciate you. We do respect, and it's also very nice to see that you got married, bro. Yeah, like you got married. You're like a grown ass man now, you know? And I will cheers to you, to that black love that y'all put on display. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I'm saying? To that ring that I see on your finger. That's and you nice know, ring. to happy, happy years in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers to you, Bray Bray. Yeah. Cheers, uh, Bray. Um, so yeah, that was uh, my dear, dear John Hollywood. That was very nice. Real quick, you that guys, very you guys, because the whole time we've been doing this podcast, I've been thinking about like the title of this movie. This oh, okay. movie is called If if BL Street could, could talk, right. right? And I and as we talk about it, I've been thinking like, wow, like, yeah, like all these questions that we have, all these things that we wish we could have seen are things that maybe if BL Street could talk mm. would have said, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And I just think that if BL Street could talk, it would have said like, oh, here it goes. No. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like Why did said, you do that? I feel like it would have said, who loves on Why are you doing this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> If it had a voice, no, it would have. I just feel like it would have said, "Why no. isn't there a Keenan and Kel reunion?" What, John? <laughs> John, in this. Coming to John, in this. All right, in this. We did time, it. In this. It's time for the cause. We rate and review what is films, wrong with you? not based on how much we like the film, but whether or not we help. We feel like it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Feel like it, hundred uh, percent helped the cause. We give it a black fist. Feel like it somewhat helped the cause. We give it a white palm. And we feel, hey man, this film didn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. Count of three, we'll all raise our, our ratings. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, two, three. Hey. Four black fists. Four black fists. Four, four black fists. Yeah. I mean, we, you I mean, got we had to. We had to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll go first. It's like, we had to, one, because this is like a prestigious black film that literally puts black display, black love on display. It's shot beautifully. Honestly, I've never seen black faces on screen that close up flawless like yeah. no one had a pimple no one had a like I was like god they were gorgeous. damn all this beautiful mahogany no had, all, all this melanin mahogany. popping on this screen no one had boy. a pimple though no one did I was like not god. a single one no but the thing is it was something about seeing black people that pristine 
that that perfect, but also living in a life that is very unperfect. I was like, this is beautiful. I hope we get to see more levels of that. I love the two families. I love, again, we touched on seeing uh, uh, Kiki's mom's, their love, and then also seeing like um, Stefan's parents and that type of relationship. So we got to see mm-hmm. that we are not just one thing. We're multifaceted. We come from multi um, different backgrounds. And that's something that we really don't see. Just now, maybe the next time we see a black love story, it's not about their race. It's about like, oh shit, our daughter's lost. How do we find her? Like, this is very traumatizing. Not about our black daughter, it's just our daughter or like just our son. And we finally get to the point of us not having to rely on race to like tell our stories. Yeah. Even though it's okay to t- use race. I just don't want it to be the yeah. thing that we only do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I gave it uh, uh, a black fist because of all the wonderful actors that are in it that hopefully will continue to to go on and uh, do great stuff. Kiki and Stefan James. And of course you had Regina King. I mean, always keep, you know, always keeping it just, just incredible. <laughs> She's just perfect. Uh, Coleman Domingo. Uh, yeah. All every, the whole cast, it was really great. And, um, and even though it seems like it won't get as much uh, Academy Award love as uh, maybe it wanted to and maybe some other films are uh, this year, it still was one of another like um, kind of black, like this like year of black excellence that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that we don't have to rely on just one film to be great, which is yeah. awesome. Like we actually get to critique it in like a real way and say hey these are things we love about it. these are some of the things that we didn't and that's and i love that we get to do that now um we didn't really kind of always so that's great yep uh yeah i gave it a black fist for all the reasons everybody said so far uh barry jenkins wrote this the same that's true. time that he wrote moonlight which is amazing um uh so big ups to him and um and the acting was just was really, really stellar. I thought everybody did a fantastic job. And they all deserve accolades, even though they may not be getting them. Um, I also find it interesting. This is something I thought of earlier, I forgot to say. But I find it interesting. This is the second movie that we watched this year that had the phrase um, between two lovers. We have all the time in the world. And they didn't. Mm. And I just the fact that like that is something that can happen, like where we see we see parallel uh, lines or themes happening in black films that are like have major releases is is nice and i'm glad that we're that i'm glad that we are able to be a part of that and i'm glad that that is happening so you know had to give it a black fist yeah um i would give this a black or i did give this a mm-hmm. black fist because of everything you guys said i'm echoing that but um also we're continuing uh james baldwin's legacy that's right true. and like his life and his words and yeah, his beautiful work absolutely. so as much as i can critique the film i couldn't critique a story because you know i haven't yeah. read it yet um and also, like, there were certain details that, sure, we said we missed, but there were others that I really hope people do take home with them, um, one of which is, like, during that last scene with um, Tish and uh, Fani and their son. Fani didn't even know that this kid could, like, pr- pray before meals, right? Yeah. Like, there were such little things that I that hope that amazing. we see. Yeah, and it's, and it's, and it's awful. Like, there are fathers and p- their parents... Um, siblings incarcerated right now that do not get to see these little things that are big things. And um, in the thing with, what's it, Brian Terry, mm-hmm. um, PTSD is like real. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people who are incarcerated are treated like veterans, but unglorified, right? Like you send them into this war and you beat them down and all that and you bring them back to life or, you know, let them come yeah. out afterwards and they're just um, completely different, obviously. Yeah. So I just hope that, you know, if you are a white person or um, a person who happens to be white, as Amanda Sales would says, 
say that, uh, you know, you see that, you know, because you're white people or you're, you know, your person happens to be white. If your person happens to be white, then um, <laughs> you've got a good heart and you're smart and you can see that and understand the system is so friggin' flawed. And um, hopefully use your voices to to try to change that. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Black Fist. Thank you. Thanks Thank for being you. here, so Rachel. Oh my gosh, here. you're welcome. Do you want people to follow you oh, yeah. on, on social media? Sure. Rachel A. Edwards. Rachel spelled like Michael Jackson, R A C H A E L. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can follow our podcast at <laughs> Black Men Podcast on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at John Braylock, J O N B R A Y L O C K, Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy dot com. Third is three R D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Insta and Twitter at Gerard Milligan. Mm-hmm. And if you go to blackmenpodcast.com uh, we do have a button that says merch. Just click on that button. You'll go to our uh, merch uh, website with uh, through T Public, which is uh, we just got a bunch of cool. Yeah, honestly, so cute. It's, it's dope. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some pictures out by the time you're hearing this too, because we got some stuff to to show. And then, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We will read your review on the air. This one is. I'm excited to to read this one. Oh, it's uh, I never liked it. Uh, <laughs> it's by it's by it's spelled. I think it's it's pronounced queer, but it's spelled Q Q E E R R. Love from a mixed queen in Chicago. Oh. This podcast is such a joy to listen to. It gets me so hyped to hear these three intelligent and handsome black men Aww. talk about the intersectionality of entertainment, race, gender, and politics. Special shout out to Gerard for being fine. Yeah. Who said that? And oh. always Let's say showing no. up for black women. Uh, listening to this some older. She's gone now. She's gone. <laughs> listening to some older episodes this weekend, I found my eyes welling up as Jonathan talked about not being allowed to play the rock around the white kids growing up, even oh, though no. he looked the most like him. I had the exact oh. same experience with white kids saying I couldn't be Beyonce when we were playing together. I had to be Kelly, even though I had the best voice and looked the most like B. As a mixed person who grew up around mostly very racist white people, I've never truly heard my experience echoed back until listening to this mm. podcast. I mean this to say that this podcast is important important far beyond the conversation of entertainment. It's important for us to continue sharing our histories so we know uh, the best way to rewrite them. Anyway, thanks again for all the great work you do. Come do a show in Chicago soon, and please talk about Queen Latifah more. <laughs> yeah, we should put that. that we should put awesome. that review on. Like Nothing about me though. She ain't... <laughs> <laughs> That's all you heard. That's all you heard. There was that no, long there was... post because there was nothing about you. There was no no shout out to James. And then I'll read this one just because it's really short and quick. This is by Cash Cash DZ. It says, "You will learn something, so listen to it." <laughs> Wow. Okay. I love appreciate it. it. Thank you guys. You guys uh, are great. Thank you. Next week, I do think will be oh well, Aquaman. depends. Probably if, save the last dance, or it's it's either save the last dance or, or maybe we might do escape rumor. <laughs> oh yeah. right, yes. But, oh right. But this is the last podcast of 2018. Right? Yes. Yeah, so, so happy, 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 happy new, new year. year. Happy new year. Enjoy it. Do something nice. Uh, have fun, y'all. All right. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. 
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!